All right, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and joining me as always is my co-host, Phil Hayes. Hey, y'all. Today on the Primo Podcast, we're going to title this show, My Two Weeks Notice. Not that we're quitting on you guys. We're not giving you our two weeks notice and saying that we're done with the podcast. No, today we're going to be talking about our very last jobs before we threw in the towel with the part-time work, or our full-time gigs, and said, you know what, we're going all in on FAMS printing, we're going all in on the, the t-shirt game. We all have crossed that bridge at some point where we have to you know, give 100% to this new commitment, and we want to kind of tell you guys a little bit about what transpired for us to, to make us you know, go full in and really just put all our confidence into the t-shirt game. Yeah, so do you remember uh, when you put your two weeks notice in? Because it, it's been a long time for both of us now. It was a while back. See, that would have been, I'm 34 years old now. That would have been when I was about 20, I think, when I threw in the towel. So 15 years ago, uh, or almost 15 years ago. Wow. Right around when we started the business. It wasn't very long. when I When I first started the business... I was all over the place. I was I was going to uh, school at Oakland University full time. I was working mornings uh, for a company called Aristocote. This was like my my good paying job where you know just just shop work. It was, it was a manufacturing company here in Romeo, so I would go do that from about six a.m. till I don't know probably one or two. I was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I would get off and I would go to, um, my next job that I, which was a part-time gig at the UPS store. Uh, I was doing that from about two 30 until six yeah. and then going to school after that, taking night classes in between everything. I was checking on the shop cause we actually had the physical store at that point. It wasn't just doing it out of the basement. So I was running myself ragged. Um, so my two weeks comes from a couple different angles because my first two weeks was putting it in at the, the manufacturing job. I was like, okay, this is what's really my nine to five. This is what's holding me back. I can't keep up that pace anymore. So that was the first one to go. I just said I had to go and you know, I had to do it for myself. It was just driving me nuts. But at that point, you know, my theory was, okay, I still have this part-time job that can float me through it and I can commit more time to the shop. So this is great. I still have a little spending money. I still, I was living at home still at the time. So it wasn't an issue for me to just, um, you know, have that part-time gig that paid for gas, it paid for your food. Um, and it helped cover some bills that we had because let's be honest, even at that point we had no money coming in for the business. So it was money going out, not money coming in. Um, so as time progressed, all of a sudden, that part-time gig at the UPS store wasn't cutting it either. Right. I I just could not, even though it was only a few hours a day, it was taking away from what I really wanted to do, which was run the store. And looking back on it, it was that was the that was the biggest decision to say all in. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not. I'm going to put all my eggs into this one basket, the fam's basket. And, you know, best decision I ever made. I think people say that all the time when they when they finally cut that cord and say, I'm not going to rely on that part time job. Um, That's exactly how I felt. It was scary at first. Sure. 
But if I hadn't hadn't done that at that time when I was 2021, 20, I probably always would have been holding on to that part-time thing. Even when Ryan and I were first talking about getting the business, we had always said our goal was to go get our degrees, get a nice corporate job where we could do our nine to five that would pay the bills. Uh, you know, it would get us health insurance. Uh, it would, it would get us the benefits we were looking for. And the, the screen printing thing would be a nice thing on the side. I don't think either one of us ever saw it as a full blown career. And that was even from early on. I think you just don't, it, it takes some corner to turn to now say, I'm going all in on this. And looking back on it, best decision I ever made. Cause I tell people all the time, I couldn't work for somebody else. That's just not my, that's not in my blood. I just can't do it. So I remember that quite well. And it, it was, it was scary, but to me, it was well worth it. And I'll, I'll tell you about the final shoe after I let Phil kind of talk yeah. about his, uh, his decision to leave his, cause technically Phil, you're, you're, you know, you're all in as an employee of fams. You're, right. you're not, but it wasn't like a your it baby that you created the way it is no, for me. Like no. this is this is what I I made the decision to go down that path and start that business and go all into it. But you just kind of you kind of you know worked your way up the ranks. You know, brother yeah. or no brother, if you weren't doing what you were supposed to do, you wouldn't have been around too long, right? Right. And I mean, that's the thing is like I, you probably remember when I put my two weeks in because that it happened when I was at the shop with you and Ryan way back. I think that had to be eight years ago now, maybe even longer. I Could mean, have been longer, yeah. You've been with us a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. And um, it was something where I swear when I when I went to do it, I didn't think I was going to do it. I never thought this was going to be a full-time thing. I thought I was going to be helping you guys out here and there. And mine was definitely not as scary of a decision as yours was. Because you could I, always go do something. You weren't, you know, no, you weren't married to it at that point. I had very little on the line, to be honest with you. You sure. had a lot more to lose. Um as far as my situation goes, I was making minimum wage at a vitamin store. Um, I worked at a couple different ones, a couple different locations, and it just wasn't cutting it hours wise. So that's why I came over here with you guys in the first place was because I wasn't getting enough hours. Um, but for me, it was like I wasn't taking a big dive off the, you know, off into the deep end by myself because if this wouldn't have worked out for me. I could have gone and got another minimum wage job sure. or another one. I mean, it wasn't as much of a risk, but still to take that, that dive, I mean, it doesn't seem like a huge risk now, but even back then, you know, I was out on my own. I didn't have, I wouldn't have had the money to pay my bills. If I didn't, you were living by yourself at that time, you were yeah. out of the house. You were, you're, you're my younger brother, but you actually moved out of the house before I did. I've been out for a long time, uh, back and forth though, I must sure. admit. But, um, but yeah, it was something where that job for me, it just wasn't cutting it anymore. I mean, and you guys were giving me what I needed hours wise and um, just fulfillment wise as far as, you know, what I needed in my life. And I could see myself moving up in the company instead of, and at first, again, like I said, that was not something I, I thought would be able to happen. But as I came over and worked with you guys, at first I thought, okay, these guys are just messing around, making t-shirts, whatever. <laughs> but when I came over there, I realized how much work was coming through the door and that it could potentially be a career for me. And um, that was something at that point, I remember too, like I, I actually texted my boss 
um, and said, which is probably not the right way to do it. I don't, I think that's frowned upon as far yeah. as the, but to be honest with you, the majority of people who have quit on me, it's either come through a text message or a, an email right. or something like that. They, they're, they're afraid to sit down with you yeah. and give you the, the, the nitty gritty of it. It was tough it, and it probably isn't a decision I should have made, but yeah, I went and, uh, texted her. I said, you know what? I just can't do it anymore. There's too much work over here. She wasn't too happy about it. She demanded my key back that day or I would not get my paycheck. So, I mean, it was definitely risky for me, but not even close to on the level that it was for you. Yeah. And I think even anytime you're starting a business, especially at a very young age, you know, we started this when we were 19 years old. The, the, the initial doubt that comes from anybody's angle when you're doing that is, you know, well, how is that? How are you going to make that work? Because not a lot of 19, 20 year olds start their own business like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. maybe more so these days because you can do so much with an online platform and just say, this is my business and lay it all out there. But to go and kind of do it with making physical products and, and most people are just getting out on their own at that age just to live their lives, let alone trying to start a whole business. So I think there's a lot of doubt, you know, we were always supported by our parents and, and, um, other people, but I think in the back of their minds, there was probably some doubt like, well, make sure you go and, um, get that degree because you're going to need it. And that, that kind of leads into my, probably my biggest two weeks notice, even though it wasn't a two weeks notice, but it was my decision not to go back to school. I mean, I had three years into Oakland university and I was, you know, I was, I wouldn't say I was a year away from, uh, finishing. I probably had a good two and a half years cause I started to kind of slow, slow it down a little bit. I, I backed off on a lot of the classes, but I decided at that point, if I'm going to do the t-shirt business, I got to be all in. And that means not going to school, not going to, um, you know, complete my my degree and that's that's you want to start talking about scary that was more scary than quitting the other jobs because your entire life you've been ingrained with go to school get an education get a good job and you know looking back on it once again I'm happy with my decision because on the flip side I saw that was right around when people started coming out of college from the kid the people that we graduated with and that was 2008, 2009, and if we know anything about 2008, 2009, that was the beginning of the recession, and mm-hmm. the job market was scarce, and the jobs that were available were not great paying jobs. So I looked at it as, wow, t- just strictly based on timing, I dodged a major bullet on that because I was, I thought I was ahead of the game, and I had already had something established. I always say to people, if I tried to go start this business tomorrow with a family and kids, it would be so much more difficult because I wouldn't be able to sit there and work for you know 48 hours straight. We literally had marathon printing sessions in the beginning where, I kid you not, Ryan and I were on our little press for like 72 hours straight just to get a job done. Yeah. And I'm when I say 70, 72 hours straight, I mean 72 hours straight, no naps, you ate standing up, you drank standing up, you know, and, and that's when we were in a little cramped basement in the, in the first shop with yeah. that little press. It was, it was disgusting. It was, and I, I think I, after we finished that job for, for uh, a soccer tournament, which is what that was for, my head hit the pillow and it was one of those situations where, 
you know when you kind of wake up and you, you don't, don't know where you, you're at you don't know where you're at yeah. you don't know what day it is you don't know what you know you look at the clock and you're like is it it says 3 p.m is it 3 a.m or 3 p.m and you wake up and you're like okay it's daylight out it must be 3 p.m but what day is it? Is right. it 3 p.m. the day I went to sleep or is it 3 p.m. the next day? It was like, I was like, a, it, was, it was a really, really, yeah, yeah. You're just in this limbo state of consciousness. And that was something I could never do today. If I told my wife, hey, I'm going to be gone for three days to, to, to get this job done. She's going to be like, are you insane? And then you're not going to sleep for three days. I'm sorry, you're you're going to have to give up, give something up here because sure. uh, our kids need to see you. Yeah, and that's something too. I bet you, if you think about it, that's probably almost like 15 years to the day because it's Peach Fest is right around the corner now. I mean, if you look back in time, you you guys, I remember I wasn't with the company at that time, but I've heard stories about that job, <laughs> that Peach Fest soccer tournament job. It was, from what I heard, it was a grind. And I mean, but that's what you have to do. I, do you think you would ever have the desire now to go back and finish that degree off or is it just out of sight out of mind you don't need it I've thought about it but I think with you know to me it's it's you know maybe out of principle I'd want to finish up just to say I accomplished something like that because it is something that was difficult for me but at the same time I know that if I look at that and I say well, what would I rather do? Go back to school and, and get my degree or do I want to take primo tees to the next level? Well, my thing is primo tees. I've used all of my my experiences here on the job, whether they be positive or negative, as a learning experience. And to me, there's much more that I got out of these real world situations than I was ever able to uh, get out of a classroom. And that just applies to me and how I'm able to learn. There's a lot of people who learn in different ways, which is why it's so tough for the, the, the school system the way it is, because not everybody learns the same way. No. And there's, you know, 90% of people in my situation, uh, they wouldn't have, you know, they would have gone that traditional course and it would have been great for them because that's how they learn. I don't do it that way. So that's why this is such a perfect fit for me. And I encourage other people who might be thinking of taking that next leap to say, hey, guys, it's it's, you know, I want to forge my own path and hats off to them, because I think that's what's starting to change. I mean, there's so much information out there that anybody can learn anything just by doing some research on their own and getting out there and doing it like real world experiences pay dividends in uh in in learning lessons you yeah because i didn't i didn't go to school either i didn't finish college i i started off i did probably two years at macomb not two years to get my you know associate's degree i took two years of classes there it again same thing it wasn't for me i'm not the type that can sit in the classroom focus on that classroom for i always got stuck at math and biology math and biology i failed intermediate math <laughs> or intermediate algebra twice I can't do it. Yeah. But it's just something for me that I think people need to know that you don't have to go to school. It's not a must. I mean, yeah, it's a secure thing, but like as far as me and you go, we're both doing just fine without school. Um, and we don't have any of that student loan debt. I mean, my wife, I, I can't believe the amount of debt that she accrued over, you know, eight the eight years she was in college. Don't don't get me started because my wife is an attorney. So yeah. we've got law school bills. So that's right. you know, that's similar to, you know, the the medical uh school bills that people get. And and so it's you know, we're definitely 
seen it, but you know, she was, she was able to get a great job out of it. And, you know, we're, you know, it's doing those things now that just fit for you though, personally, like not everybody's the same, do what's right for you. But for me, especially anybody out there who's even thinking about like going all in on a business idea or going all in on, um, you know, their dream. And if your dream is to not work for somebody else, I say make that leap. Give your two weeks, you know, but make sure you got your ducks in a row. Don't do it irresponsibly. I've always been a saver. I've always been the type of person. So trust me, when I put in those two weeks notice, you better believe I had everything covered. I was going to be okay. I didn't just do it with zero bucks in the bank and decide now's the time to leave, you know, and, and, and just go all in because there's nothing wrong with, you know, you know, sucking it up and, eating ramen and, 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 you know, not having the nice new car and, and sacrificing your personal life. Don't go to the bar. You know what I mean? Scale back. Don't, you know, you're not going to be able to, to, to go out on the nicest States or take the fanciest vacations. Like that's part of the sacrifice. And I, I don't see very many people who put all, who go all in on something. They they don't, don't, they don't fail forever there it might not be that last venture but eventually you will find what you're good at and it'll be it'll be great you'll look back and say it's the greatest decision you ever made but you gotta you gotta do it you got you gotta put you gotta be confident in yourself you gotta get that primo mindset and you just gotta go and make sure but do it the right way go in hard Go believe in yourself i mean that's the biggest thing if you have if you have self-doubt don't don't do it Right. You got to get your head right. You got to know that this is what you're supposed to be doing. And if it's not, you're going to make the next thing work because that's how much you believe in yourself and what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And work ethic is a huge thing. I don't care if you go to school and get your degree or if you're opening a business or if you just have a part-time job, wherever it's work ethic. If you put in the time and you put in the hard work, things will work out for you. I mean, that's, that's just how things go. And it's not just the business that idea that you have. I mean, Phil is Phil's a prime example of somebody who who can go all in on a on a job opportunity and see the potential for growth. Phil was a was a uh, minimum wage employee when he first started out, and then he worked his way up to become a salaried employee with you know a retirement account with a company vehicle. And, you know, with uh, some some benefits here from being within the organization, I don't think he would have thought that that would be the case when he first started. But if you have confidence in your abilities, because those abilities can can come through entrepreneurship or they can come with just being a a, a, a finding your niche role in the company that you want to be with. Don't think of it as it has to be your own idea or it has to be your own business and you have to take all that risk. You could be pondering, should I take this next job opportunity? I've got a good setup, but it's not really what I want to do. So that's also about having confidence in yourself and saying, I'm going to put my two weeks notice in and go work for this company where I can see a lot of great things happening in the future. And I can see myself being a key part of that. And that's what Phil did. Yeah. You got to go all in, in life. And I'm glad that I did it because again, as somebody that, you know, doesn't have a college degree and all that stuff, I worked as hard as I could to, you know, make a decent life for myself. And if you would have told me that I'd be in the position I'm in now, uh, you know, back when I first started here from solely from this company, 
I, I wouldn't have believed you. So that's something where you, you really have to like just work hard, stay on the grind and just keep stay focused. So it sounds like, guys, if you're listening, I uh, I think I got Phil for life here. I think he might be a lifer <laughs> yeah. here at FAMS. There's not many of us. Um, looks like I'm sticking around. He's going to be here with us for a while. But uh, you know what? I What I would... Everybody likes a good uh, quitting story too. You know what I mean. So if yep. you guys, if you guys have any of your own stories about what you did to go all in, that primo mentality that you had, we want to hear about it too because it'd be great to start sharing our own stories. Because one of the biggest things that we've talked about here on the podcast is that you know the people that we've tested out the uh, the um, the shows to, they like to hear our the stories. They they don't necessarily want to hear the the generic advice or the um, you know, the, the minutia of the day in and day out, they want to hear the stories that come along with it. And that comes from you guys too. You guys got great stories and we want to hear from our audience. What did you go all in on? When did you put your two weeks in? So in that regard, contact us on social media. We'll feature you. We'll maybe have you on for a follow-up episode. So you can, you can get your story out to people too. So just Tweet us uh, at Primo Tease or at Primo Phil, and you can find us on Instagram. Share anything with us at uh, Primo USA or at Primo Phil on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we'd love to follow up with you on the next uh, episode because you guys know as well as we do at this point that content is king and the struggle is real. So thanks for listening, and we hope to hear from you next time, and hopefully we got some great follow-up stories. All right, guys, take care, and we'll, we'll hear you next time. See ya.